Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Rowena and Vivian. Hello, everyone. So guys, we took a one-week break to regroup, and we're back. My AirPods just fall out. We're back and (laughs) feeling more ready than ever with an even more intense recording schedule. Viv woke up at 4.30 today. Right now, where she is in SoCal, it's 5.10 in the morning. How are you doing? I am very proud of myself for waking up this morning at 4.30. I'm very proud of you too. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're trying a new recording schedule. Usually we record on Saturdays, but now we're going to try to see if weekday recording before I start work will be better for both of us. Yes, and Roe in New York, it's 8.11 right now. If I'm being honest, I've been waking up around 9, 9.30, so this is earlier for me too, but not nearly as early as 4 30 so I'm, I'm just not gonna say anything <laughs> so if you hear some mourning in our voices <laughs> this is why i think taking a one week break definitely helped me just feel refreshed overall i could tell that i really needed the rest because this last weekend on friday and on saturday i legit fell asleep for three to four hours so it was a three Aww. to four hour midday nap which to me just feels like, okay, my body really, really needed to rest and just sleep and re- yeah. recuperate. Me too. I also took a like a three, four hour nap on Saturday. Maybe this weekend we just all needed a nap. <laughs> did you nap with Charlie? Like in the photo you posted on Instagram? I did nap with Charlie. Yeah, he's been extra cuddly this week and he'll come into bed Aww. with me. Which is new. He doesn't usually cuddle like that. Yeah. It looks like you're cuddling a human. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like a human. He's a human baby. Aw, so cute. Okay, so another thing we realized when we're on a break is that I think, you know, we've talked about how we're not good at bantering and we just go straight to what's important, which is the deep, meaningful, soul, heart topics that honestly Viv and I love to talk about and it's just where we go naturally when we hang out all the time but we realize that we haven't been doing the best job of sharing more about us in just in general you know like the lighter fluffy stuff even though sometimes I'm like oh it's so shallow like who needs to know that let's just go deep right away I realize it's so important to get to know one another so this past week Rowena asked on her Instagram for fun get to know you questions things that are a little bit more lighthearted. would you rather what are your favorites and we've collected all of the questions and we'll be answering some of those for you today and as you're listening if any quotes stick out or any moments stick out that you'd like to see reposted on our instagram please dm or email us with any quotes with what episode it's from and any other favorite moments we're trying to do a much better job at posting on instagram if you guys haven't followed us it's at voice hugs podcast on ig and email is hello at voicehugspodcast.com all right to kick us off the first question is shower in the evening or morning <laughs> it's so weird because these are so lighthearted compared to yeah. like all of our other questions when we're going through the <laughs> list of questions any question that took longer than one minute to answer we're like nah we'll save that for a future episode yeah we really <laughs> wanted to keep it light this one so 
Rowena, shower in the evenings or mornings? Do I look like a sh- morning or evening shower to you? Um, you look like a no shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not in an insulting way. That is the right answer. If I could have a my way, Rowie, Ro, Ro, Rowena, Rowena would never shower. I don't know. There's just this thing about touching water. Like I don't mind if I'm. Being fully submerged in water, for example, taking a bath, for example, like jumping straight into a pool. Okay, this is a great example. It's like, how do you get into a pool? Do you slowly work your way down, or do you just jump straight in? As a child, I love just going straight in, because I don't know, like I just washing my hands, even though I know you should wash your hands. Like it's just, I don't like washing my hands. I don't like showering, even if I do both, because I don't know. It's just like you're kind of wet, you're kind of not. It's neither here nor there. All in. Yeah. <laughs> All or nothing kind of person. All in or not. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Deep or not at all. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh shoot. My AirPods. Oh god. Okay, hold on. Another AirPod fell out. It's just going to be a morning of AirPods falling out. All right, okay. AirPods are back in. That's interesting. So it's you just don't like parts of your body being wet. Kind of. But if I had to answer the question, I'm definitely an evening shower. Another thing with Rowena, it's like if I need to be out the door at nine, I'll wake up at eight fifty-seven <laughs> if I know I can just if I if I can get ready in three minutes and then leave. So showering in the morning just doesn't work for me, even though I know it's great, even though there are people out there who swear by it. I just, I can't. It's too much of an ordeal. Okay, another thing, guys, (laughs) just in my personal defense, I have so much hair. It's a blessing, but at the same time, it's such an ordeal, I feel, to like wash your hair, to dry your hair, to relatively style your hair, that I just would prefer not to do it ever. What about you, Viv? I do like taking showers. I shower every day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I'm an evening shower. So for me, I like showering before I get into bed, changing into clean pajamas, crawling into bed, just feeling clean. Another thing is I have an oilier scalp. Mm. So I know you're not supposed to wash your hair every day, but I still want to wash my hair every day because it does get oily. Honestly, I feel like for stuff like this, is like you just do what you got to do. Like there are things you like quote unquote should and shouldn't do but if it feels good and it's not hurting you and it makes you feel better why not and then if I shower in the morning I can't style my hair because I just work so early Mm. well I guess nowadays with work from home I don't really do my hair at all but yeah that's another reason why I don't shower in the mornings I think it's so interesting hearing about friends routine in this much detail (laughs) because I think I don't know you just don't really no unless you guys spend extended periods of time together traveling or if you're sleeping over so yeah (laughs) we're both evening showers even though we have different preferences (laughs) next question would you live by the beach or in the mountains well i know what yours is i think is yours neither (laughs) (laughs) yes mine is neither so i think yours is beach for sure because you love the water i do I love both. I love the beach and I love the mountains. I used to go camping every year in the mountains. So 
visiting both like straight up camping or glamping like camping in tents mm. i think that's called car camping i'm not sure mm. Mm. i was recently told that it wasn't real camping because real camping is like backpacking <laughs> into the mountains but oh i goodness. thought sleeping in tents was camping enough <laughs> i agree yeah so i love both but maybe i'm a scaredy cat I'm afraid of both at night. Aww. Like, I'm so terrified of being in the forest or, like, camping at night because it's so dark. And, like, it's nice to be in nature during <laughs> yeah. the day, but yeah. at night it's scary. And then I love the beach, too, and, like, watching the sunset. But then at night, if I can see the ocean, it's kind of scary. It's so dark. <laughs> It's like black yeah. at night without the reflection of the sun. And then if it's like foggy, it's even scarier. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think the beach foggy at night is such a mood. It's like a scary mm -hmm. mood. It's like the plot like of a scary, scary movie. All the scary movies are like scary beach house at night with the fog coming in. <laughs> like the fog is rolling in. Or then in the oh. mountains, it's like, be careful when you're in the cabins. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, but that, that's my scaredy butt. <laughs> just being afraid of the dark, essentially. <laughs> Viv just wants to be loved and protected. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, the beach is, it's very soothing and very calming. I like to believe that, I don't know if you guys believe in past lives, that there's just things we naturally gravitate towards and things we don't. And I think sometimes when there's things we just naturally love or we naturally detest or shy away from maybe me with touching water <laughs> and if there's no explanation as to why we like or don't like something as much as we do or we don't it may be because something happened in our past life like maybe I found the love of my life by the beach in my past life or something amazing happened or I was a mermaid <laughs> or like something I don't know I just feel so calmed and soothed by it I know that the expansiveness of the ocean to some can be more like daunting, but I think to me the expansiveness is inspiring. It's kind of like seeing that there's no limit to something, even if you know there is, but just like to see it and that it, it seems like it goes on forever. To me, that's very like, wow. I can do anything I want to do. <laughs> You're just inspired. Yeah, like one time I went to Miami with my girlfriends and then we just got on this like little expedition and went into the middle of the ocean and just floating in the middle of the ocean. I know it might sound really intense and scary, but to me, I was just like, if this is what heaven feels like, or even just like one person, sign me up. Like, I actually wrote this in a journal. Wow, I am the complete opposite. <gasps> I would be like, kill me now. Like, <laughs> I cannot survive. Quick story time. I remember when I was studying abroad in college, I went to Greece. My best friend was there with me. She just got into the ocean and started swimming to this rock, maybe like 10 feet away. And so I was like, okay, like I can mm -hmm. swim. I'm going to go. The moment my entire body went into the ocean, I freaked out, grabbed the closest cliff slash rock next to me because I was so afraid of being in open body water. Oh. Hearing you be in the middle of the ocean <laughs> floating, I can never. I... <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah, honestly, these unexplainable things, who knows? Who knows why Rowena loves great white sharks? I think they're so cool. And maybe that's also why I love water. Can I explain it? Mm, I don't know. I just think they're cool. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? 
Are you usually a late or early person? You strike me as the earlier type.、Mm. I'm definitely not 20 minutes early. But earlier than me. <laughs> I do think, okay, so earlier when you were giving the scenario of if you have to be out the door by 9, you'll wake up at 8 57. Yeah. I was like, okay, I think I'd wake up at like 8 50. <laughs> so, like, still right on the dot, like close to when I have to leave,、yeah. but just a little bit earlier than Ro.、Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think because I've been 10 minutes late for most of my life. If I had to choose, I would rather be 20 minutes、mm-hmm. early for most of my life. So, over the weekend, James is actually in New York, and we're both usually late, or it's usually me who's late and I make him late. So, we actually showed up 20 minutes earlier to a group dinner. And then, as we we're going through these questions, he looked at me, he was just like, Yeah, I think I'd also do 20 minutes early because when we showed up to dinner earlier on Saturday, it felt so nice to be able to just not be in this like, Stressed,、mm-hmm. anxious state of like, oh my God, I feel so bad, but like here I am. Because I think, yeah, that's how I feel almost all the time. Yeah. I'm almost always late. <laughs> This is one of those things where I know I will feel good if I'm 15 minutes early to a meeting or an event、yeah. or just a meetup. But I guess maybe it's just not enough of a priority for me to ease <laughs> my anxiety. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I guess when it comes to important things, I, I don't know, what would I consider important? Like, my friend's time is important,、mm-hmm. but maybe not important enough.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> like, work things, I'm almost always on time. Well, okay, let's not talk about work because this week was daylight savings <laughs> and I was so late to work on Monday. <laughs> hey,、so、but we, you're up at 4 30, so. Yeah, so like with we this. We win some, we lose some. <laughs> when I know that, for example, like, I know you have a full day schedule ahead of you. And I know how long it takes for us to record. I'll be on time for things、mm-hmm. like this. Like, I will wake up at 4 30 to record this podcast. But if we were getting lunch, I might be 10 minutes <laughs> late. <laughs> so, your answer is it depends. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> Love. I will say 20 minutes early is quite early. If it said 15 minutes or like 10, I'd like a thousand percent be like, yes, 10 minutes early all the time. Yeah. 20 minutes is a lot. But yeah, I, I think because of, I've been chronically late, is just to give back. <laughs> give back time to the people. Very nice. It was very thoughtful of you. <laughs> All right, next. What's both of your favorite things to do together?、Mm. Aw, we both don't know what each other is going to say.、Mm. I feel like hanging out, it always involves some sort of drink. Boba drink、mm. or tea、mm-hmm. and then food. But I was thinking back to when you first started YouTube and you would come back and visit LA. I remember loving helping you create, like helping you film content. So, like B roll, Instagram pictures. I always thought that was really fun. More recently, I love that. Whenever we want to buy something or we've bought something, <laughs> we'll text each other. I feel like that's really it, it's new in our friendship. We haven't done that in the past. Because、mm-hmm. I guess、yeah. buying things sometimes, especially for us, we don't usually talk about those <laughs> things. <laughs> no, we don't usually talk about those things. And so that, it's been more refreshing to kind of shop with your girlfriend online.、Aww. The whole time you're talking, my cheeks are bulging. <laughs> I was just smiling so big. Okay, I think to kind of add on to what you're saying, my favorite thing for us to do together, 
I really think it's like even back in college, after college, before I moved to New York, I remember you would drive us to Silver Lake、mm. and then we'd get boba、mm-hmm. or coffee、mm-hmm. or matcha and then we'd just talk in your car、mm. because I'm someone who values quality time and more specifically quality conversations. It's really the depth of the conversation we've been able to have. And I know it's like, yeah, you can talk to anyone, but it's different when you're talking to a specific person. And I think we've talked about this like in our first episode and throughout our episodes about our friendship. It was rare at that time to be able to talk to someone who was so loving and accepting and supportive、mm-hmm. of whatever I said. And I felt like I could very openly and transparently and without any reservation just share what's on my mind. Because you so openly share what's on your mind, even if it may be insecurities, even if it may make you seem a certain way or whatever, like you just shared so openly and so honestly and vulnerably about how you're feeling and the things that you're going through. That still is my favorite thing to do. I think as we've gotten older, like sleepovers, <laughs> doing fun stuff, like shopping together, I think now that we've laid like a very solid foundation, foundation yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for the other things to come. The foundation's what's most important, right? Now that if we spin off to do anything else, I think we'll have a great time regardless. I remember every time we would hang out, it would be hours. Like it would be like a full day event or like a at least half、mm-hmm. day versus there are friends where you just meet up for lunch and then you go your separate ways. You know, like you, you're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> bye. Great lunch with you.、Um, but for us, it was always like a full day hangout. It was like a row and viv day every time. Aww, love row and viv days. <laughs> Ooh, and when you visited New York and we went out and explored the city, that was fun. Yeah. More things like that in our future. Yes. More trips to New York before you move home. Yeah. Is there something you really want to learn? If so, what? I'm going to throw it back to you. What, what do you want to learn? What's top of mind, Viv? The podcast consumes a lot of my <clears throat> morning. <laughs> the, the podcast consumes a lot of my mental space right now, like a good portion of it.、Mm-hmm. A lot of the things I want to know is podcast related. I want to be、mm-hmm. a better storyteller, a better speaker overall, to not say so many filler words, to be more art- articulate. To be more articulate. <laughs> And now I'm all focused on how I'm speaking. But when it comes to more fun things, I really want to get better or like start baking cakes, layered <gasps> cakes, and decorate it super cute and minimal and pretty.、Ooh. So, this was something that I wanted to do in 2020, back when we were all trapped at home trying to figure out what to do with our lives. I bought all of this cake decorating, cake making tools and supplies. I spent like over $100 and I baked a cake once, <laughs> which is very typical of Vivian. I go through these arts and crafty phases of wanting to knit, wanting to sew. I'll make three pillowcases, I'll make two scarves, and then never touch. Those、I'm、things、done. again. Yeah, I'm done. Baking cakes is something that I want to do.、Mm. It's also one of those things where you can gift to your friends on their birthday.、Yeah. It's customized, it's pretty, it's kind of like painting on a blank canvas. Yeah, yeah I remember when Viv and I first met, and even after graduating, I just remember you being like, Yeah, I don't cook. I just bake. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, interesting. Why? You're like, Oh, yeah, cooking is like, 
there's just so much more to it. Baking, you just follow instruction and tells you exactly what you need. The measurements are very clear. You yeah, just yeah, do yeah. it and it comes out the way you want it to. I'm like, Viv, you're hilarious. Yes. I Cooking stresses me out because I'm not the kind of person where like, oh, this needs a little bit more of this flavor. Yeah. I have no idea. You give me a set of instructions, I will follow it to a T and it will come out great because I followed the instructions. <laughs> I think for me, very similar to you, there are a lot of parts where we're different and then there's a lot of parts where we're similar. And I think that's why our friendship works beautifully. I think I would also like to learn how to speak better. Just public speaking, podcasting, all of this. It's showing a lot more of what we can both improve mm-hmm. on. Just like this. Oh, God. <laughs> AirPod down. AirPods out again. <laughs> so that's one. And then another thing is just making more time for arts and crafts in general and learning more things to DIY. So I remember last year, I don't remember why I was looking stuff up on Pinterest, but I found this blob frame or like this blob mirror where you just get a piece of, it can be air dry clay or bake clay. And then you turn it into like a very thin, (laughs) a very thin noodle. It's definitely like thicker than a noodle and you kind of make it wavy and then you wave it in a circle around a mirror or around a frame. I don't know if that explains it. I made two, like a mirror frame, like a circle mirror frame and a photo frame that's more of a rectangle. Loved it. Took down orders from my friends to make. Never had time. <laughs> like I haven't made anything since. So just finding more, finding more DIY projects like that and actually doing mm-hmm. it and sticking to it more. Next question, have you guys gone to therapy? Rowena has not gone to therapy. I'll share why after Viv. So Vivian has gone to therapy and is still going (laughs) to therapy. I started going end of 2018, so it's been three years and a couple of months. Up until mid-2020, I was going consistently once a week. And then maybe after the pandemic and just everything that was going on around the country and the world, I started going twice a week. And so I still go twice a week to this day. What has your experience been and all of that? I definitely think that therapy is the most impactful and like important investment that I've made on myself in my mid-20s to now almost 30, figuring out how to live more consciously through learning how my upbringing, past traumas, things that I didn't even know were trauma, how that has made me become who I am today, like how I've developed certain thought patterns, how I communicate, everything. Like I think everything that you've gone through in your past shapes who you are today and figuring out how to better navigate so that you can become more of the kind of person that you want to be. And I think tying spirituality into that, that helped ground my values and my morals and my beliefs in the direction that I want to go in life and how I want to show up in the world, um, mixing with just learning more about myself. So how can I do that better? It's been a, a long journey. And I think it's been one of the most rewarding things that I've done for myself. So yeah, I highly recommend I can talk about therapy for hours (laughs) and we can do a whole episode about this if anyone is interested. To be fair, I also am a huge advocate for therapy. I remember even when we're in college, my friends would go who quote unquote don't need Mm -hmm. it. They would describe it as just having a third person unbiased opinion Mm -hmm 
looking at your life and the conflicts and or like the internal things that are going on in your head and ever since then ever since hearing about it I've always wanted to try therapy but I think because I was so young at the time it's expensive like or it can be expensive I don't think a lot of these apps weren't available yet in like 2014 2013 so what I found instead or like what kind of came to me before was also spirituality over time the more I open up myself to spirituality the more that I've been shown in that like James and I actually talk about this all the time because he's gone to therapy he has coaches and the way that he kind of processed things it's kind of like externally processing like you say things out loud and someone helps you through um, you know whatever is that you're working through and I think with spirituality it could be a more like an internal processing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more or less the same things because you do need to think through things. I think it's just one is external and one is internal. So I think whether it's through journaling, whether it's through meditating, whether it's through looking within and untangling thought patterns or asking myself, okay, so this happened. Why did you react the way that you did? And then going even deeper, it's kind of like what we've talked about a lot of like why, 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 like Mm -hmm. five, ten layers of why. And I think the deeper you go, the more you're able to kind of bring out like, oh, maybe it was because of something, you know, that happened in childhood. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because of X, Y, and Z. Maybe because it was like my attachments to jealousy, competitiveness, competitiveness that made me react the way I did to my girlfriend or things like that. You know, at the end of the day, whether you're able to self-soothe yourself and work things Mm -hmm. out or whether going to therapy can help, I think at the end of the day, the objective of all of this is just to help you be, you know, more connected to yourself, to get to know yourself more, to be more grounded, less anxious, and just more seen and heard. If you can give that to yourself, amazing. If someone else can help you do that, also amazing. I don't think there's a right or wrong. I completely agree. (laughs) Very well said. (laughs) Would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button in your life? Ooh, this is fun. (laughs) Would you rather have a rewind button? No. Interesting. I think I would want a pause button. I definitely want a pause button. Like, easy. Yeah. So a rewind button reminds me of movies like About Time with Rachel McAdams or the book that I mentioned, Midnight Library. Yes, it's nice to go back and redo certain things or experience things a little bit differently. But I feel like all of these choices or decisions have shaped who you are today. Like in all of those movies or books, it's like you make one different decision and your life completely alters, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I definitely think the pause button is something that I would want. One, because I feel like I'm always racing time. Being able to stop and pause, that would help with being more present. Pause button equals mm-hmm. being present to me. Yeah, I feel like the pause button's like a hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> Do you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? Long time ago. Right? <laughs> I think it's like when they go into this hyperbolic time chamber where like time does not exist, they go in there and train. So oh. it's like no time has passed, but like eons have passed in there exactly the same reasoning with you too movies like you brought up it reminds me a lot of the butterfly effect where it is exploring you know you can change one thing or it's like the flick of a butterfly's wings despite how small it is it could eventually turn into a tsunami i feel like a rewind button would be messing with the ordinances of the universe 
And I think you can get so caught up in living all these... Oops. Uh-oh. Rowena just hung up on me. Let's call her back. All right, she's back. I think I hung up on you by accident. <laughs> no worries. Um, I think you can get so caught up in rewinding that you don't even really live your life because mm-hmm. you're just trying to optimize for this one specific life that you want. Yeah. So yeah, pause button to just slow down, just breathe and to just be better humans, to rest more, just taking not to do bad in. things. Yes. Do you prefer meeting friends on weekday evenings or weekends? I used to have this mentality a few years back where on Tuesday nights, I should be able to go out to a bar Mm -hmm. after work. And on Friday nights, I should be able to sleep at 9 p.m. and not feel like Mm -hmm. any day is different. Like I shouldn't assign specific things for specific days, like fun on the weekends, work on the weekdays. But I think more recently, because there's just a lot more on my plate, I've found a new routine where each day I do have certain things that I need to get done. And so the weekend is now more of free time with friends. Mm. How about yourself? I feel like different friends for weekday evenings and Mm. different friends for weekends. To me, weekends, family time. I'm really hanging out mostly, if at all, with anyone other than myself, with friends who I feel like I can literally just roll up with my makeup-free face, which is honestly what I have all the time in, like, sweatpants. And then they're going to do the same. And we just play board games or we order food and, you know, eat in. So I think that's, like, my preferred weekend activity. Now that the weather's getting a bit warmer, maybe it's, like, going out more, grabbing brunch, which I'm totally down for. But I think it's still, in my mind, ideally, it's like with friends who I want to catch up Mm -hmm. with. I feel like weekday evenings may be, I don't know why I'm differentiating, but I feel like weekday, it's more like work. It still (laughs) feels like a work day. So it's like maybe catching up with friends that like may count as networking. But no, I don't know. I think weekends just feel more fun and free. Yeah. And then the week day because it's like ah oh, you know like there's still work to be done and it's another work day tomorrow morning even though I don't like drink or stay out late anymore it's still like ah I usually work during the weekdays mm-hmm. but I think that's, sometimes you just know like hey when do you want to hang out it's like mm, you're a weekday kind of gal like, <laughs> Ooh, you're a weekend kind of friend <laughs> Yeah, I think also I just haven't really hung out with friends in a long time. A lot of my friends aren't in California either. So Mm. I think I'm just recently starting to hang out with people and reconnect on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Two weekends ago, I got brunch with my prom date who I haven't seen in years. And he got married. He bought a house. Like he moved back to SoCal. So I'm just more recently reconnecting with like old friends. That's nice. I think that's like a lovely thing about growing up. Yeah. For the record, Viv and I are weekend friends. We are. As we mentioned earlier, it's an all-day activity. (laughs) (laughs) Meditation after waking up or before going to bed. Does Vivian meditate? I do not meditate. This is one of those self-care habits. Once I started meditating, it changed my life, and I know it, and I just have never really tried it. Mm -hmm. The most quote meditating I've done is probably just the laying down pose in yoga the last five minutes of class nice dude but it's the best what is it oh yeah shavashna yeah (laughs) baby's pose that's my favorite the one where you like put your feet up in the air yeah happy baby baby. yeah that one's fun yes (laughs) (laughs) I think for meditating I've been doing it more before bed but I do also love it in the morning 
what was the analogy you made earlier? It's kind of like therapy in that I don't think there's a right way to do it. To me, it's like, as long as I do it, I'll be fine. So there's periods of my life where I do it in the morning. It's great. There's periods of my life where I do it at night, which is also great. I think the difference is that in the morning, it helps set a really great tone for the rest of your day. Because as you're meditating, I know you're not supposed to be thinking about things, but naturally things still come up. But because I'm able to process all of my jumbled thoughts early in the morning, I kind of spend the rest of the day in this like zen flow state. Mm -hmm. And then at night, it's processing everything that happened during the day so that I'm able to have a zen flow state when I go to bed. So there's benefits to both. Now, I also realize that it's great to spend one or two minutes in the morning just breathing got an apple watch something i said i never get on record i got it and then one of the best things that's happened is it has a mindfulness app that reminds you to breathe for a minute in the morning and i've been doing that just to like let me just try this out it's strange but then ever since doing it i was like wow this is amazing so whether it's a minute in the morning a minute at night or if you're going ham like rowena an hour in the morning or an hour at night or 30 minutes <laughs> It's worth a try. Just focusing on your breath, bringing your center back to yourself mm -hmm. or back to the present, not to yourself, back to the present moment. <laughs> One day I will try. <laughs> And when you do, we will make an episode on it. <laughs> Guys, I had the most groundbreaking experience. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. If you had to describe yourself as a candle scent, what would it be? I think it would be fun if we describe each other's candle scents. Mm. Rowena as a scent. Yes. <laughs> What would Rowena be as a scent? I definitely don't think it's one of those like sweet smelling scents where like you can almost taste it. Mm -hmm. Not that you're not a sweet person, <laughs> but it, that that's just not the vibes that I get. I feel like those are very like dense. It's like the birthday cake from Yankee yeah, Candles. No, no vanilla, <laughs> no birthday cake, yeah. anything you would eat. Interesting. I feel like your scent would be something clean and refreshing like light but then it's like a mix of these scents that you can't really pinpoint what it is <laughs> oh my god this is a terrible description like it's not like a basic scent like lavender or eucalyptus or mm -hmm. fresh linen it's like this combo of a mix of things that you're like oh my god what is that but it smells so divine and it's so fresh and you just Ooh. want more <laughs> Aww. Yeah, more of me, Viv. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think maybe I have this idea in my head because when I visited you in New York, one of the mm -hmm. first things I noticed about Rowena's apartment was it smells so good. And I could never pinpoint what the mm. smell was. I feel like every corner in your apartment smelled slightly different, but so good. Mm -hmm. And so now that's just what I think of when I think of smelling Aww. Rowena. Isn't that crazy how we attach memories to scents or mm -hmm. tastes? I actually think about the scent of your apartment more often than I than I think <laughs> think I should. Than I think about you. I, you. I, would. <laughs> I don't bring it up to you, but I'm always like, wow, her apartment smelled really good. Aww. <laughs> I can try to concoct the smell of my apartment and bring it to yours. Okay. <laughs> Would love that. Okay, when I think of Viv as a candle, I think very similarly, you're not something overtly sweet. As in, not to say that you're, I think you're you're actually a very sweet person, but the fruity, cakey, sugary scents are too, it's too bubbly. Mm. And even though you're a very bubbly and sweet person, 
I don't think that's all you are. So even though there may be hints of it, you have like warmth. It's like amber, wood. Oh God, AirPods falling out. Musk. I'm literally just saying words that like categories of sense. But I think it's like the, I don't even know what I'm saying. You may have hints of sweetness, but like the body of the scent is very warm and comforting and something that you can smell forever. You know how some candles, when you first smell, you're like, oh my god, this smells amazing. You light it, and then maybe 10 minutes later, you're just like, whoa, like this too is much. way too much. I'm gonna, I need to like blow it out. Yeah. Because of that experience, you kind of just don't light it anymore. And so I feel like you're definitely one of those candles that's a bit more subtle, but fine. You can just smell it forever. Like it's new, it's like perfect. It's not too strong, it's not too light. It's kind of warm, but it's still kind of vibrant and fun, sweet. It's something that you'll never get sick of. Mm, Maybe we should make a voice hugs candle. We should. (laughs) One that you can have lit all the time and it's not overbearing, but it gives you this sense of fresh comfort and warmth. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, another AirPod out. AirPod out. Okay. What is your biggest pet peeve? I don't really know. I think I may have a lot more when I was younger. I think I've grown to be a far more accepting person. When it does come to pet peeves, it will be more of values and or morals. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things may be if you tell me you're going to do something, I expect you to do it. Not because I expect anything of you, because you told me. Like you gave me your word that, hey, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. So if you don't do it, it's like, oh, but you told me you're going to. <laughs> Because I don't know, I think that's a value or that's a characteristic that may not be as prominent these days as it was back in the day or like in our parents' generation or like in K-dramas, like historic K-dramas that I've been watching. It's part taking responsibility for yourself and it's part taking responsibility for your actions and what you say. Like just being reliable. Yeah. Yeah, or committed to your word. Or like communicating. Like if you say you're going to do something, but you can, just let me know. Like nothing's going to happen. But if you don't tell me, then I'm going to assume that nothing's changed. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve is I think it's really hard for me to be around people who are close-minded or even judgmental. I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. just not fun to be around people who like... I guess like to take it a step back a little bit, I do have this understanding in the back of my mind that people are the way they are because of, it's like a a reflection of themselves, right? And so I am also guilty of being judgmental and sometimes narrow-minded. And I think because these are things that maybe I don't like about myself, when I'm around it, it's even harder for me to overcome some of these characteristics that I want to be less of. Mm. Another thing is like people who, I mean, when someone isn't really... Just lay it down, (laughs) I'm just going to complain now. No, I think another thing is, you know how like you sometimes talk to people and then you realize you're like 15 minutes into the conversation and they've only been talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. They're just a little bit more self-absorbed or not really actively listening or sharing that space mm-hmm. with you. That kind of drives me a little bit crazy too. And so when I'm talking to someone, I will almost always ask about them unless it's a close friend where we've already developed that relationship. I will notice when someone else asks me a question 
um, or, or like mm-hmm. they're curious about getting to know me or just curious about mm-hmm. my life. And I really appreciate that. Oh. Fun fact about Vivian, I guess. <laughs> yeah, now that you said that, our pet peeves are a re- reflection of ourselves. I do feel like it's because sometimes I'm not responsible for what I say, what I promise myself. <laughs> I expect that from other people. <laughs> so there's that. That's funny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Your goal guest for the podcast. Okay, so one of my favorite podcasts right now is the Mad Happy podcast. I'm such Mm -hmm. a fangirl of the brand. Like, it would Mm -hmm. be so cool to Mm -hmm. have the host be on the podcast. I I don't think this will ever happen, but who knows? Who knows? (laughs) What I love about the Mad Happy podcast is every episode is the same. And they essentially interview influencers, celebrities, just people the questions start with, tell us a little bit more about your upbringing, your childhood. And so you get to discover if they had divorced parents, if they were one out of five siblings, if they're the oldest, the middle or the youngest, and how their upbringing has impacted who they are today. And then when in their lives Mm -hmm. they felt like they've dealt with mental health. That stuff is fascinating Mm -hmm. to me. Whenever I meet people, Mm -hmm. I love learning about their past because I like to have that fuller picture of how they got to where they are today, what drives them, what scares them, what motivates them. So that's something that I love about the brand and then just everything about it. I think it's just super cool. So that would be my cool guest. I agree. I feel like branding of Mad Happy is stellar and what the brand stands for and everything. I think it's lovely. My goal guest for the podcast i was talking to james about it yesterday as we we're going through it i joke and i was like i want to get jams on the podcast and he's like um we can see if we can make that happen <laughs> but actually he's like when am i gonna be on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> he can be on it soon <laughs> i know you can come on whenever do you guys want to see james what questions do you have for james shoot us a dm or email us so that's like <laughs> realistic a more dream is i think very similar to you wanting to have the host of mad happy beyond the show i think the podcaster i've listened to the most consistently over the past decade i don't even know who's been doing this for that long but like around like early 2010s will be tim ferris mm-hmm. i think he's a phenomenal interviewer i think he has an amazing story it will be more of just an interesting person to talk to. I'm not sure if it's a person to have on the podcast because I think other people have interviewed him better. And my reach, like reach, reach, reach. I don't even know how this is going to happen because this man doesn't even speak English, but it'd be Miyazaki, mm. the director of all the, like of Spread It Away, of House Moving Castle, of Studio Ghibli. I recently, or last year, I watched a documentary on him and he just seems like the most interesting character. He's like, take a nap every day. You know, you rest when you want, just smoke cigarettes all day. It's okay. It's what I do. And I think for anyone to reach the pinnacle of their career, like someone like him, Spirited Away won a Golden Globes or like an Oscar, I think, for Best Animated Screenplay. I think. Maybe double check. For someone to reach that height and that type of prominence, I think there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know about. So just be interesting to peer into their brain. Great picks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our final question for today. What is something you wish you did before you turned 30? I wish I got married. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't really care. Honestly, this answer might seem like a cop-out, but I feel like 
I feel like I did everything I wanted to do before 30. Not that I did everything, but I feel like I did everything I was supposed to. So everything that I haven't done yet, I will do eventually. And that's totally fine. I think we, our age group, got lucky with the pandemic too because we still got to experience college and traveling, studying abroad. Yeah, just doing all of the things before everything happened. And then by the time the pandemic happened, I feel like we were in our late 20s. So we kind of had our jobs already, weren't struggling to find work. I do feel grateful and lucky that I got to do a lot of those things. Similar to your joking about marriage, but not really joking, but like kind of joking. (laughs) For me, it's not really getting married, but I had a dream three nights ago. In my dream, I had a baby boy. He was just born. I didn't give birth in the dream. Thank God. My goodness. I've had baby fever since Mm -hmm. I was five. I swear. Like, I've always wanted kids and I've always wanted multiple kids. Mm -hmm. I've also wanted to be a younger mom. Like, when Mm -hmm. my kids go to college, I don't want to be super old. So, yeah, I guess I wish I had kids before 30, but it's okay because I think it's coming. And a five-year difference is not a big deal in the grander scheme of things. Yeah, Rowena's mom had her when she was 35. We still have five years. (laughs) Whee! Yay! This was fun. This was fun. Guys, send us more questions. Deep questions, lighthearted questions. We'll compile these questions and do more of these fun bantas. I feel like this is just a long banter. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> Great banter training. So we'll definitely do more of these. And I don't know, maybe we'll alternate between light and deep. So any questions that you have, any thoughts, any feels, any feedback, you can reach us at hello at voicehugs podcast.com or dm us on instagram at voice hugs podcast and make sure to check out the beautiful beautiful graphics and photos and everything that viv's been working on because it is amazing (laughs) shout out to our graphic designer dre love you dre (laughs) all right thank you so much for being here with us today we hope you have a great rest of your day wherever you are in the world and sending everyone a Big voice hug. Voice hug. Candle hug. TBD. (laughs) Bye.